I am so honored to have my good friend, Bobby Shaben, on the podcast today. Now, Bobby Shaben is a homeschooling mom of four, uh, which is a miracle because at one time, I do believe she was told that she would not be able to have children because of all the number of diseases that she was having on her body. She is was an occupational therapist by trade, which got her into creating the program Wiggles Away, which is a fantastic program on helping us learn about focus and attention. So if you have children or adults in your life, that would be a great program for you to check out. It is called Wiggles Away. So in today's episode, Bobby is really going to get into what she was um, dealing with in her body. She has a very powerful story and what she did to heal herself when she was being told by the medical world that she could not be healed. Uh, she suffered from Meniere's disease, extremely high blood pressure, and other things. She did uh, turn to the Bible, uh, started treating her body like the temple that it is. She looked at things um, from a food standpoint as well as what she was putting on her body. Uh, one of the first things that she looked to be getting rid of and removing out of her life was the toxins in water. And she's got a lot to say about that. Um, also, she's going to share with us how we need to take our hand off the fire. And you'll want to stay tuned to find out exactly what she means with that. And wait to hear her top three suggestions if you are just getting started and you're not ready to go full in like she was because of the illness that she was dealing with. Um, she gives us her top three recommendations of where you can start if you're like me that just wants to live a healthier life. Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. And welcome back to the Toxin Terminator. I am Amy Carlson, and we are so excited to have my guest Bobby Shaben here with us today. Bobby, thanks for agreeing to come on to the show. I know our guests are going to be so excited to hear your story. Thanks so much, Amy. I'm excited too. You bet. And listeners, as always, if you're enjoying the material that we're bringing to you, make sure that you are subscribing uh, down below. Give us a rating and review and, and don't be shy about sharing. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody is hearing the message of a toxin-free lifestyle. So Bobby, we have known each other for a long time. Yes. <laughs> and I have had the pleasure to hear your story so many times, and I truly hear something new every time you share it. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a great story. And if you want to just, um, Bobby and I um, both are, belong to the same organizations. We, we follow in the same circle of friends. And Bobby has a real powerful story, and I will let her just get herself started wherever she wants to pick it up at, um, because it's her story, and she shared it many times. So, Bobby, go ahead and take the floor. 
All right. So, um, you know, like most people out there, I lived a regular life eating um, pound of peanut M&Ms a day and um, showering with junk and chemicals. And, you know, you think it's not hurting you. And then um, when I was 19, my health, actually before that I was on, you know, tons of stuff. But when I was 19 is when I really noticed that my health just started to go into a downward spiral. And at that time I was diagnosed with um, severely high blood pressure and um, so high that they got me into Mayo Clinic overnight. Wow. And, um, yeah, it usually takes months to get in. They got me in overnight. And um, over the course of the next uh, 11 years, I ended up having um, just a whole bunch of things that added to that. I had a severe pain in my feet, plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendonitis, um, where I would crawl to the bathroom um, sit on the counter to do dishes and the pain takes a toll. Um, still dealing with the high blood pressure on medicine for that. Now I'm on painkillers. Uh, my immune system was very weak at the time. So I was very regularly, like literally monthly on antibiotics. Um, they had, uh, they gave me a stash of antibiotics for specific issues, um, that, have like 12 refills. So if that tells you anything, <laughs> um, oh my word, <laughs> I won't get into details on what that was for, but, um, yeah. So anyway, it was just like this downward spiral, energy, low, stiff, achy body in the morning. I remember thinking like, if this continues, I'm going to be in a wheelchair by the time I'm 35. And, um, yeah, so a number, I think I want to say it might've been in two. 2002, somewhere around there. I don't know the exact dates off the top of my head, but um, I had my first Meniere's disease attack. And basically what that looks like, it's a disease of your inner ear and your inner ear keeps, you know, your body awareness, your balance. So I would be perfectly fine. And all of a sudden with no warning, I would have no body awareness. Um, The first time it hit, I tried to hit a light switch and couldn't hit it. Um, wouldn't be able to walk and I would vomit for hours. And oh, no. So I started having these attacks every week and a half to two weeks for months. And, um, you know, it gets to a point where because you don't know when they're going to hit, uh, I lost my ability for about, about a month. I think I wasn't able to drive because, you know, you just don't know when those are going to hit. And you have, um, you know, I was never diagnosed with anxiety, but you have that like afraid to go out because you don't want to have an attack in public because it's embarrassing. Uh, (laughs) Well, and and you're young. This is all happening when you're in your early 20s. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I was at that point, I was with the Meniere's disease. It was mid 20s. Okay. Uh, I actually got off of all my medications at about age 28. Okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I went to, um, Des Moines hospitals and they diagnosed me with Meniere's disease. And then I went to, uh, Mayo clinic and they said, no, there's no way you have Meniere's disease. You're too young. You don't fit the, the stereotypical Meniere's profile. Disease. <laughs> um, there's no way you have Meniere's disease. You probably have, I think they called it benign positional vertigo or something. And but they ran me through the Meniere's disease test where they put, um, in Des Moines, they put water in my ear, but in Mayo, they put air in my ear because I, I had gotten so sick in Des Moines that they, they said the air wasn't as intense. And um, so they put air in your ear, basically trigger a Meniere's disease attack. So I'm on the floor, 
in the doctor's office at Mayo Clinic and the doctor's holding my hair back as I'm throwing up into the trash can. And he says, um, I was wrong. I guess you, you do have Meniere's disease. And not only do you have Meniere's disease in one ear, but you have it in both ears, um, which is pretty significant and pretty awful. Um, oh my word. But, uh, so my husband and I at the time, um, we'd been married for a few years at that point and really wanted, we wanted a lot of kids. We have four kids now. We wanted a lot of kids, but we knew that I couldn't safely take care of a child. Right. If it was crawling towards steps and I had an attack and I couldn't get to them, you know, so, um, I left Mayo Clinic. So both Des Moines and Mayo said what you have may or may not get worse, but it will not get better. And, um, so as you can imagine, I left Mayo at rock bottom, <laughs> and, um, so I left at rock bottom and my husband, I'm so thankful for this, but my husband looked at me and he said, Bobby, God created you. Don't you think he can heal you? Yes. And, uh, and I, I said, you know, I, I have no doubt he can heal me, but maybe he's using this and I'm willing. Um, yeah, I didn't like to be willing, but I was willing. And um, little did I know that he would use it, but instead of using it in my sickness, he would teach me how to get well so that I could help others. So um, we were at a point where basically the people of the world had given us no hope. So we turned to the Bible and followed those principles. And literally within a matter of months, I was off of my painkillers, my blood pressure medicine, my Meniere's disease medicine. I was off of all of it. Um, so tell, tell me, when you say we turned to the Bible and followed the principles in the Bible, can you elaborate on that? Like, what did you guys do? So um, our first discovery was um, Dr. Ted Brower, um, his Maximum Health and Fitness audio CDs. It's like an eight CD set. And um, listen to those. And it really, um, so he, he was in a situation where he was in the hospital dying. Mm-hmm. And um, his situation was actually somebody came to him and said, you're dying because you're eating pork. Okay. And he went out to prove him wrong and um, ended up from a scientific standpoint, realizing that it was very hard for your body to digest. It le- led to a lot of diseases and different things like that. And when he changed his diet, he was also, man, I don't even know. You, you may have to plug in, um, you know, he just had a ton of credentials in the area of like science and um, I don't know, nutrition, like all kinds of stuff. Okay. I don't know those off my top of my head, but he was very qualified as well. But when he made the changes, uh, biblically and he was a Christian, um, he got well. And so he shared his principles. Um, those CDs were amazing, but we ended up, we started by, we realized that we needed to treat my body like the temple. The Bible says our body is the temple of the Holy spirit. And I would not walk into a church and, bring in a bag of rotting garbage and just like let it, you know, all over like that is appalling. But yet I was doing that to the temple, um, my body. And so that meant taking, you know, your artificial colors, your artificial flavors, um, all of those, uh, just horrible chemicals that are in both food, not only food, but we learned that anything that goes on our skin is actually being absorbed. So we were, damaging you know really we were harming the temple um when we put 
poisons on our skin as well. So we um, really changed our diet. I was at a place, you know, a lot of people can take one step at a time, but I was at a place where I was deathly afraid of having another attack. It's like the worst feeling in the world. And so I was all in and we put a water filter. Um, at the time we just put it on our shower heads and our drinking water. Now we have one on our entire house. We have an entire house filter. Uh, but I had learned that showering, uh, showering in a shower for 15 minutes, like a hot shower is worse than drinking eight, eight ounce glasses of contaminated water because the steam, you breathe it in, your pores open up when it's hot and it just absorbs like a sponge. And so that was one of the first things we did. We ended, you know, we, um, what they didn't eat in the Bible, we didn't eat what they did eat in the Bible. We ate and, um, we fed our body. We got out toxins and, um, fed our body the nutrients that it needed. And very, very quickly I got results, got better. I have not had a Meniere's disease attack in probably since 2003, early 2004, maybe. Oh, Bobby, that's awesome. Actually, it was probably earlier than that because my son was born in 2004 and I got well shortly before he was born. So um, before before I got pregnant with him, because we weren't trying to get pregnant when I was in that condition. So um, yeah, I had had told somebody at church about it. Mm -hmm. It was was kind of funny because he's like, I went home and I researched that and it's not supposed to go away. You mean to tell me that God just like poof, he healed you. And, um, it's like, no, there's actually two kinds of healing in the Bible. One is an Iomai healing. And that's where he like touches you or just instantly you're healed. And then there's another one that's a therapeutic healing. And interestingly enough, many of the healings in the Bible were therapeutic healings where he teaches you what you need to do. And as you walk in obedience, you get well. And that's what my healing was, is he taught me what I needed to do. And as I walked in obedience, my body was able to heal itself. And so that's where um, I like to teach people what the Bible says about getting well. And as they walk in obedience, they get results as well. I've never seen it not work. That, Um, like... (laughs) Brings tears to my eyes. I mean, because I never heard of the two different kinds of healing. I always thought, you know, Jesus is the healer. We ask Jesus to heal us, and this is what happens, you know. And we yeah. need to accept God's got a plan, and we need to accept what that plan is. Yeah, well, it's like that. Um, you were at the event this past weekend, right? When they were talking about like the flood and the guy standing on the roof and <laughs> yes. the motor comes and he says, you know, jump in with me. And the guy's like, no, no, God's going to rescue me. And then the airplane comes and same thing. No, God's going to rescue me. And he ends up dying and he goes up and God's like, well, I sent you a boat and I sent you an airplane. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, gave it all to you. <laughs> we can't plead the promises without practicing the principles. And so, um, that's what I learned is if I wanted to get, God wants us to walk in divine health. And if I wanted those results, then I needed to follow the principles. Um, so, so, talk, so talk to us a little bit about, um, because I know you share your story a lot and I know I've heard it a lot, but I think for the average person, they're hearing that, that this is the stuff that you were dealing with and then boom, you were healed, you know? Yep. And so let's talk more about 
what you actually did. Because you talk about, I, I ate what the Bible said to eat. So can you talk a little bit about what that looked like for you guys? Oh, I don't even have a big, a, a big list right now. But um, I guess, I'll, is it okay if I start with the toxins? Can I start there and then move? Yeah, it's your story, Bobby. You can start where well, I think it's important um, to lay out kind of a visual that maybe people don't don't always sometimes they see it better in a visual. And I like to tell people, so with the toxins, um, let's just say you burnt your hand. Yes. Um, let's just say you burnt your hand. You could go to the doctor and you 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 could use aloe vera or whatever the doctor gives you, but if you don't take your hand off the stove then you'll never get well. And, um, and so it starts with taking your hand off. the stove. like that is first and foremost, you've got to take your hand off the stove. So, um, what does that look like? That meant things like propylene glycol, which is in your lotions. Um, interestingly enough, I, in the Ted Brower audio, he said that at that time on paint cans, it said, do not get on skin contains propylene glycol. But yet in most people's lotions, it's second or third ingredient. It's also in salad dressings. Mm-hmm. Sodium lauryl sulfate was another one that's a big no-no. Your phthalates, um, uh, any of the artificial synthetic things were the things that we stayed away from. Uh, we did not. We gave up the scavenger type animals. Um, so we gave up your crustacean um, like your shellfish mm-hmm. and pork. Um, and I know that's debatable. It's not a sin to eat pork. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it is. Um, it was just interesting that as we were studying, we realized that you actually use more nutrition to digest it than you actually take in. And, uh, there's also been studies where they've taken, I can't even remember where I saw these studies, but um, I learned about them back when I was doing all this research where they took the foods that in the Bible were considered clean meats mm-hmm. and they like touched them to flesh. It made the flesh thrive. And when they did the same thing with the so-called unclean meats, um, the flesh actually died. And so it's just kind of interesting. And then going back, you know, there's different interpretations of the New Testament, what it says about pork. And um, just studying the original language, um, you know, it's, it's not a sin whether or not it's healthy for you. Um, I'll let you decide, you know, the, the listeners decide that. But that was one of the things that maybe is kind of out there for the listeners that all I know is I gave it up along with other stuff. But that was one of the big things that when I did that, I got better and everybody said I wouldn't. So it is what <laughs> well, and, and like. They talk about like eating, um, you know, various nuts, you know, as talked about in the Bible. I knew that back then they drank goat milk because they drank goat milk in the Bible. And the the bread is, you know, wheat is the staff of life. Um, It's kind of interesting because nowadays there's all these different diets that come and go, whatnot. But Mm -hmm. the Bible never changes. Like. You know, oh, you can drink this or, oh, you can eat this. Oh, you can't eat this. And it comes and goes and it changes, but the Bible never changes. And I've never seen it not work. So I knew that like, okay, wheat is not like, based on what I'm seeing, I don't think wheat is bad. Right. And um, as we studied that more, we learned about einkorn, which Amy, I know you're familiar with. Um, 
where well, that's the biblical wheat, 14 chromosomes. And today we're eating wheat with 43 chromosomes and we wonder why we can't digest it. So right. yeah. it's that GMO genetically modified, you know, everything has been genetically modified. It's not the same as, yeah. as it once was, you know, the chemicals that are in there and there's just so many things, but really just trying to get back to how they did it back then. Um, eating, you know, around the outside of the grocery store. Um, yes. Although now we just, we order half of our stuff. So, but yeah. That's awesome. I, I mean, what a, and, and I love how you equate, you know, getting your hand off the fire, you know, so, and, and to you toxins were the fire. You had to get your hand off the, t- off the fire. So. And then feeding your body, uh, you know, in biblical times, they rested the land. They don't do that anymore. And it, I shouldn't say they don't. Most people don't. And, and during that resting that the soil is like replenished. And right. so we're not resting it. We're also using chemi- chemicals that deplete um, the soil of vitamins. And so if our soil doesn't have the nutrients in it that it once did, um, that's one of the reasons that I take like a whole food vitamin like not a synthetic one that your body would see as a toxin that then has to use the energy to get out you know um just a whole food supplement that helps you get those vitamins and nutrients yeah so awesome awesome i hope that makes sense that does make sense. It does make sense. So you're, you've talked about the, you know, whole foods, not eating um, preservatives, artificial colors, sweeteners, you know, all of that stuff. Talking about, you know, uh, let's talk about pesticides. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so how, if we're wanting to eat whole foods, how do we get around the pesticide? You know, there's... Obviously, I don't think there's a way to get like 100% like it's in the air, you know, whatnot. But uh, when it comes to eating, our family, we choose organic, especially for the things that are going to have like a thinner skin, you know, like some of your thick skin things that you pull off. We're at a place now where we can do organic for everything, um, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, if you're somebody and you're listening to this and you're like, I am struggling financially, like, and I can only go organic with a couple things. Um, uh, your, um, like your butters and your milks are important because when those cows, even if they're grass fed, if they're eating the pesticides out of the grass, um, we store our toxins in our fat. Um, so interestingly enough, if you get rid of the top, those pesticides, it actually helps with your weight. Um, bonus, <laughs> bonus. <laughs> with, the, with the milk and the butter, like that's fatty. And so those pesticides are going to come through in those. So that's like one of the top things to cut out. And then your thin skins, you know, your apples, your strawberries, your grapes, those are all going to have high concentrations of those pesticides. Okay. Um, that, uh, and not only, you know, I think a lot of people think about like, what do they have to get rid of? But um, there are foods that actually help to detoxify you. And so um, your cruciferous vegetables, which are your cabbage, your broccoli, um, those are called cruciferous vegetables. What that means is crucify the toxins, <laughs> you know? And so um, when I think of cruciferous, I think of crucify. and right. um, so incorporating that into your diet also helps, helps, uh, essential oils are another 
huge thing. We actually, I was four years, um, I was well for four years before I discovered essential oils. I was a skeptic of essential oils, but you, you know, I got well because of the Bible and you cannot deny that they're in the Bible and that they use them for health and wellness. And so, um, yeah, so learning about that, um, opened my eyes really to how big God was. And, um, that is another huge way that we have helped with getting pesticides off of our vegetables and, um, off of our foods and also what, what chemicals are in us, like the, the plastics that sometimes you just can't avoid, right. um, uh, using essential oils to kind of like Pac-Man eat that stuff off our receptor sites. So that's a whole nother lesson for a whole nother day, but um, it's amazing not only how those will nourish your body, but they also help to detoxify. So, absolutely. So, um, is there anybody? And and I'm I got a few more questions, you know, to go through. Right. We st- we've still got you know plenty of time here. But was there anybody in your life um, when you were going through this process of healing that kind of thought? are you crazy? You know, did they ever look at you funny? Did they ever treat you like, you know, you should only be doing the mainstream things? Um, I th- it's kind of funny that you asked that because it's like you asked it in the past tense and um, it still happens. <laughs> 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 yeah. It still happens you regularly. What? <laughs> you think um, that stopped? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, um, we took a lot of criticism because we ate differently. Um, and interestingly enough, a lot of people feel like if we eat with them and we don't eat something, uh, I think some people have a tendency to feel judged and we're not judging them at all. It's just, I know what happened in my body when I ate that and I don't want to go down that road again. So, um, you know, that with the, um, the oils, So you'll get a lot of criticism just so people like not wanting to change diet. I never tell them they have to change their diet unless they ask me, like, I'm sick. What do I do? Right. Um, But the oils, especially, and some supplements, um, it seems weird. I mean, it really does. Like, if you don't study it, like, it's your nowadays, it's a little more mainstream, but I started using them in 2006 and people thought it was crazy. Um, I understand. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can't argue with God's word. I mean, like, don't shoot the mailman. Uh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> God, you know, talk to the creator who created it all. And, um, his word makes it real clear. That's where I was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, it's interesting. Like as I was studying the science of essential oils, um, the science behind various ones of them, I have a background in, you know, I took a lot of science classes in college. I was studying the science of oils. And then I was reading a book by uh, Dr. David Stewart mm-hmm. and uh, talked about the science. And it was all of a sudden where I'm like, wait a minute, like he chose these oils to protect the Israelites from the plague. And when I I won't get into details on that, but when I read, like learned about the science behind why those oils would have been chosen, it was like, oh, now I know why he chose those oils. And oh, that's why he chose these oils to disinfect the altars. And there's no record of E. coli or salmonella that I'm aware of anyway. Um, 
Yep. And uh, so it was just all that. Oh, that's why God accepted these oils on the cross and he rejected these. And um, you can, you know, you can argue with whatever you want. Like I even thought it was crazy, but um, it's there and you can't argue with the results. Like yeah, it works. It works for an adult. It works for a baby and placebos don't work for babies. So <laughs> exactly. You can't have a, a, a um, logical, you know, right. um, so now if you were, um, for our listeners, you know, you talked about, I was so sick that I was all in. And, and so, and there are people that you, they absolutely have to be making choices. And I believe you've laid it out very clearly of what you walked through. But for those of us that maybe we haven't been diagnosed with a chronic disease and we're just wanting to make some healthier choices for our life. Is there like top three things that you would say, focus on these three things, just start here and you'll notice a difference. Uh, I think water. Okay. Water is a huge, there's so many toxins, estrogen, you know, like, um, hormones in our water and Mm -hmm. we're taking our water in both internally and topically. And so drinking a lot of water, that's going to help to do that detoxing process. Um, and just, flushing our body, but paying attention to what that water is. So, um, like I said, in our house, uh, we have a whole house water filter lake. Um, but I really feel like that was one of the first steps we made was the water filter, like drinking healthy water and showering in healthy water like that. Transform, you know, like that was huge. Um, I would say ditch and switch. Okay. (laughs) I might be cheating on your question a little bit here, but um, ditching and switching. So yeah, there's a lot of things that have toxins in them. And yeah, that would be expensive to be all in at once. But just as you run out of one, replace it with one that doesn't have your phthalates, your parabens, um, sodium lauryl sulfate, look at the back and pick things that you can pronounce. (laughs) Like if you can't pronounce it a lot of times, it's not, not always, but a lot of times it's not natural. And so just one by one, like I really believe it's those getting rid of the toxins has got absolutely has to be the first step. And then just consciously remembering that, um, feeding your body, the things that are going to make it thrive, like consciously think about like, not just eating to fill your belly, but eating to thrive and knowing that I don't know if we have any parents that listen to this podcast. I assume we do, but um, our children look to us assuming that the things we give them is healthy and they'll do what we do. And um, what a precious gift we can give our babies um, is doing everything we can to give them the healthiest and purest environment possible. Um, and even I look at like, if they don't have to crave some of the things, like I had to go through that breaking addiction process. If they don't ever have to go through that, um, yes, it's hard when they're little, but it's one of the best gifts that we can ever give them. So, um, because I, I feel like, Maybe there's somebody out there listening that is where I was, like at rock bottom. And I want to just say to you, like, consider it a gift. 
because for me, it like, like you're dealing with something, maybe it's pain, maybe it's dizziness, maybe it's discomfort, maybe you can't breathe or whatever it is. That's like a warning sign then. And it's giving you a warning to like eat, change your ways and let your body heal itself. Um, some people don't have that opportunity where all of a sudden it is something that takes them down and it takes them down really, really fast. And, um, sometimes some of the things that we deal with, it's harder to eat healthy because you don't feel good. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like I was very, one of the biggest blessings ever in my life was the fact that I was sick. So I changed. Um, whereas a lot of people walk around thinking they're healthy and all of a sudden one day it's like, you pay for it now, you pay for it later. And so, um, yeah. Well, and even if you can't do it with diet, like a lot of people, they're like, I'm sick, but I can't change my diet because I have no appetite or I right. can only eat things and they don't feel good. Like I had morning sickness. I get that. Like IBs yeah. <laughs> with all my pregnancies, I get that, but you can take off toxins and that's right. not going to affect anything. So, um, such a great place to start. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me, <clears throat> I always ask, um, well, first of all, before we get into the, the um, three questions that I like to ask people, I always end with these three. But before we do, is there any part of your story that you don't feel like we've covered and you want to bring out and, and talk about? Um, you know, the only thing is wiggles away. Um, so I... I stay at home now. I homeschool four kids and run a business from my house. But uh, I am a pediatric occupational therapist. Okay. Um, pediatric occupational therapist. And so, you know, we don't necessarily think of focus and concentration. So this could be whether or not you have a diagnosis or whether or not you're just like, I'm at work and I can't focus and I have no energy. Um, we don't really think of that as being an ailment. But the truth of the matter is, is those same principles that got me well are the principles that I help people with who, um, so as an occupational therapist, I worked primarily, not completely, but primarily with kids with ADHD and autism. And, uh, what I realized is we made tremendous progress in the hospital, but if the parents didn't know that the ingredients in their personal care products were linked to these symptoms, the ingredients in their foods, or even nutritional deficiencies, we'd never help them reach their full potential. And so, um, even if it's not a sickness you're dealing with, but just a focus concentration, maybe sensory processing, um, give your body what it needs and it will do the rest. Awesome. So, so if, if our listeners like, uh, they want to, they want to make contact with you, they, they're, uh, how are they going to find you on social media? So are, are there social media platforms that you're on? Uh, primarily Facebook and Kendra. Um, so I'm kind of in a transition period right now. Um, I just opened up a new, uh, page. It's called Bobby Shaben, you know, hyphen inspiration for Christian moms. And on that, we really focus on faith, family, finances, health, um, parenting and homeschooling. Nice. And then, so that, and that is pretty much brand new. So there's not a whole lot there yet, but, um, there's a whole lot coming. and um, I do a lot on Pinterest. Like Pinterest is really, um, just in the last three months has really become one of my main engagements. Uh, my website, uh, is, um, bobbyshaben.com. 
and um, working actually I'm transitioning that over to a new website that I believe will still be bobbyshaven.com but it'll just be a lot better with a lot more personal blog posts and um, things awesome. like that I do, have, I do have a Facebook page called Wiggles Away and that is the resource that I created for families who have loved ones dealing with focus and concentration issues um, and I posted on that Facebook page for a few years I've not been doing a lot on it now um, but I leave it up and it's got a ton of great information for people. So I just want to scroll through um, to learn about sensory processing, nutrition, toxins, all that it, stuff. Super information. I, I have actually shared a lot of the information from that Facebook page. Okay. Last three questions for you, Bobby. Are you ready? <laughs> so I'm, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to ask me. <laughs> I always like to ask um, my guest. What really angers you? I mean, gets you red in the face and just makes you furious. Oh, gosh. Where to start? <laughs> I don't know that a lot of things necessarily anger me. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe the battle's not against flesh and blood. It's spiritual. Um, but I get pretty passionate when I see people that are struggling and re like really struggling and don't realize that their hand is on the stove. Um, you know, doctors treat and I'm grateful for doctors. I'm, you know, I'm grateful that if I got in a car accident today that I would have doctors to help me. Yes. Um, but Man, there is a missing piece when we're giving medicine without ever talking to them about their lifestyle, about their toxins, about the, what are, nobody asked me. I had frequent bladder infections, Meniere's disease, and high blood pressure. Nobody asked me about my water intake that I remember. And that's like key for all three of those. Um, and so it's, it, I wouldn't say it infuriates me, but I would say it breaks me. Mm -hmm. know that there's people struggling that don't have to be struggling mm -hmm. and um also there's so many areas where um patients are not getting informed consent um whether or not that's that is an antibiotic or whether that is a vaccine i am not anti-vaccine i'm not pro-vaccine i'm not anti um any kind of drug the doctor gives you. I'm not pro. Um, thank God we haven't needed any for many years. Um, but I do believe it's very important to read that package insert. I remember I was given something when I was pregnant and I happened to read the package insert and it said 90% of mice that were given this, granted they're littler than us, but 90% of them, their babies died. And had I have not ever read that package, I would have taken it blindly. And so um, I believe in informed consent where, where we make a decision based not just because somebody told us, but we make a decision with all of the information there. So um, teaching people to learn um, is a big passion of mine. Yeah. It's, and I know you, and I know that to be a fact with you. Yeah. So the, the next question is what breaks your heart? That's it. I think I kind of answered that. Did I answer that? Uh, it's, it's all in one. Cause it, I think 
if I heard you correctly, it's that people are suffering that don't need to be suffering, you know? And that's why I do this. Yeah. And you know, another thing that breaks my heart. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. This is kind of, maybe this sounds like it's on a tangent, but it really isn't. Like when I was sick, um, I knew God had big plans for me. Like God's dreams for us are so much bigger than we can ever even fathom. And when I was sick, when I was hurting, I was not able to do everything that he called us to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like everything that, um, I knew he wanted us to do. Like our days are numbered. We could eat healthy. We could die tomorrow or an hour. Right. But, um, when we take care of our body during those hours, we can have a lot more energy, but, um, teaching people to dream the way God dreams, um, really is another passion of mine because there's so many people because they're so caught in exchanging time for money and exchanging, um, uh, we're just not having the finances or not having the energy or not having the health, which is where I was. Right. so all of a sudden, these big dreams that we had when we were five years old, and it's like, oh, I can be an astronaut. I can be all this stuff. All of a sudden, it gets squished down, and it's like these tiny dreams. And, um, you know, God tells us to feed the orphans. God tells us to help the homeless and all these things. And we're barely, you know, like, I don't want to say we, but like looking at the world as a whole, like a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and struggling with their own health. So they have trouble pouring into other people. And so I have a passion for helping people thrive so that they are overflowing and able to help the rest of the world as well. So, yeah. And to dream big the way God, God wants us to dream big. They, you just answered the last question. I think so. Cause the last question is what big problem are you trying to solve? And so you, you want people to dream big. You want them to thrive and you want them. I love how you say, I want people to thrive. So they're overflowing and can help others. Absolutely. I used to, um, I'm not sure how, uh, this conversation switched to finances, but (laughs) maybe it's just because so many people are working so hard to get finances that their health is deteriorating. Maybe that's it. And there's a better way. Um, there is. But um, I think I used to think that money was bad, that it was evil. Mm-hmm. I was going to be as, like, if poor people are happy, whatnot. And um, there came a time in my life where somebody really convicted me and they turned my whole thought process on its head. Like, I'm not driven by money. I'm driven by how many people that I help. Um you know, one of the things though, that I realized is people, people will share their health problems. They won't share their financial problems. And whether it's, we have low energy because we're not healthy or whether it's, we are in pain. So we don't have vitality or whether it's, um, we're working so hard to put food on our table. So we don't have the time to go out and make a difference or whether it's just like, where I was maybe like, I, I don't know. I didn't ever want to have money because I was like a bad thing or whatever I did. I was so afraid of like loving money, you know? And what I've realized is there's people out there that need us. 
Right. They need us to have the time to help them. They need us to have the health to help them. And they need us to have an overflowing of finances, not so that we can, you know, put it all into ourselves, but so that we can go out and help like Hope for Justice that's rescuing people from sex trafficking and, um, you know, starving people. And um, maybe it's orphans helping them to get into places or. Absolutely. Um, there's there's so much we can do um, when we get when we get into the right position, and I believe that uh, God has given us all a gift, uh, and and we need to be able to lean into that gift. And when we can lean into that, then that's when things get really spectacular. Absolutely, Bobby, you have been such a joy to have on the show. Um, when we're telling your name, Bobby Shaben, I want our guests to know that it's B-O-B-B-I and Shaben is S-C-H-A-B-E-N, correct? Correct, yeah. So yeah. make sure you go find her on Facebook. It was Bobby Shaben. Um, was it hyphen uh, inspiration for Christian moms? Yeah, you can even just go to my name. That's my personal page. I have a lot of the stuff with my kids is like, private, but you'll, there's enough stuff there and inspiration for Christian moms. You'll be able to link to it and wiggles away. You'll be able to link to it as well. So wonderful. Um, my, my email, if you know, you happen to want to email, um, mm-hmm. Bobby period shaven at gmail.com. So. Awesome. Thank you, Bobby. I, 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 I me get the, the message out there. Yeah, absolutely. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator, and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.